I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. I prefer to go to beer events with friends. I'm an avowed introvert. If I don't know someone, it's often a struggle for me to strike up conversation. Combine that with sometimes overwhelming crowds, and it is a recipe for a not fun experience. I often perform a sort of calculus. Are the breweries that are present, or the beers that I'm interested in, high enough value, regardless of these sort of risks in terms of of going and feeling socially overwhelmed, to, to go anyway? Yesterday I went to an event, Make It Wild, the Wild Beer Fest at Denison's. I think it's the second year that they've done it. I missed it last year, and definitely regretted not going. This fell on the side of going whether people I knew were going to go or not. Going in, there was a good chance that several of my coworkers who also were enthusiastic about beer might be there. I spoke just the day before with one of them, and she gave a pretty quick head count. She was going to go and her husband... Another couple, a newer hire who I don't know so well, but apparently is either a home brewer and or a uh, fan of craft beer, and quite possibly uh, a good friend who is much more into the sour scene than her partner. She had been dithering, so I didn't entirely expect her to go, but thought she might pop for a ticket at the last minute. I've seen more than a few events offer VIP tickets. The idea is you get early access. You get some special benefits, usually maybe an extra special tasting glass or or additional swag when you're met at the door. I'd pop forward the ticket in this event, figuring that it would be an extra hour, and if it was going to be crowded once it opened for general admission, that would give me an hour where maybe the crowds were a lot more manageable and not quite so anxiety-inducing. I hit the first booth, Burley Oak, a new brewery relatively in the last handful of years out in the eastern shore of Maryland that I've only had the opportunity to try a few beers of. I seek them out where I can find them, and I was glad that they were there serving uh, not one or two, but four different beers, only one of which I had before. As I tasted my way first through a blueberry beer and then a, uh, a Brett brewed beer with a mosaic that was a bit more, I don't know, savory almost, and I uh, worked my way out to the third of the beers I had not had. I looked around quite a bit. The friend who had given me the tally of people that she expected to come said that she and her husband at least also popped for the VIP tickets, but I didn't see him. The weather was not great yesterday. It wasn't terrible, it wasn't pouring rain, but it was overcast, it was drizzly. We're just starting to get a little bit of cold weather here in the mid-Atlantic region in the U.S., With 25 breweries offering a combined 75 beers, I had planned to get there on time or as close to it as I can manage. I was there just a few minutes after things started at noon. I didn't want to miss out on any of the beers that I wanted to try, that I would regret if I didn't get a chance to taste. Looking at the weather, realizing that it was actually a fairly crummy day, I figured maybe they would show up a little bit later. I could easily see that if their priorities were different, that they... My friends might not uh, want to rush right out. They might want to wait and see if we'd get a sunbreak or something. We didn't. This was an indoor-outdoor event. The layout was actually pretty good, considering that if you're familiar with Denison's in downtown Silver Spring here in Maryland, it's it's not a huge place. They have a decent-sized beer garden. Uh, I don't know how many folks it, it seats, but it's 
maybe comparable to a very, very small music venue. They often do have music events outside. I think they managed to put about a third of the breweries out there, which was pretty impressive, without overcrowding things. They had another handful in the upstairs, and then downstairs where the brew deck is and another tap room with a long bar, they had managed to squeeze in maybe another six or eight to make out the full complement. As the afternoon went on and the music got much louder and cheerier, I worried less about my friends showing. They'd make it if they would make it. If not, I would catch up with them after the weekend and regale them with stories of what they missed. I was a little overwhelmed going into the event thinking that this was way too many beers to manage. I was kind of surprised at how many uh, of the booths and tables I actually managed to make it to. I think the fact that they were pretty conscientious about two-ounce pours made it easier to pace and sustain to get all the way through the end. I didn't taste anything, far from it, but I did definitely try the majority. And the things that I really wanted to try after reading the descriptions on the list, I got to no problem. There were some real standouts. I will say, at the risk of singling out and making some other breweries that I do actually enjoy a rather bit jealous, I'm going to single out Free Will. This is a new-to-me brewery in uh, Pennsylvania, not too far from Philly, if I caught the explanation correct. There were only maybe three or four dark sour beers, and theirs, far and away, in my opinion, was one of the best, if not the best, on offer of a very small contingent. And even though it was a, a short, short list of that style, I think compared to a lot of the more typical sours, I just enjoyed it head and shoulders above almost everything else there. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0